Welcome to the Dean's Thought Leadership Series brought to you by the University of California, Irvine's Paul Mariah School of Business. I am your host, Dean Ian Williamson. Hello, everyone. Thank you once again for joining us for the Dean's Thought Leadership Series. My name is Ian Williamson, and I serve as the Dean of the Paul Mariah School of Business at the University of California, Irvine. It is with great pleasure that I'm able to have with us today Mr. Craig Boundy, who is the CEO of North America Operations for Experian. Experian North America is a $2.4 billion organization based in Costa Mesa, California. So they are a neighbor of ours here in Irvine. And this is an organization that is well known globally for its services in the credit services and decision analytics area. So Craig, thank you very much for joining me today. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. So Craig, this last year or so has been just truly, uh, I guess the word is unprecedented that you've hear oftentimes extraordinary, dynamic, but certainly one of the words that's used is disruptive. And I'd love for you to just maybe share some thoughts about how your sector has been disrupted and what has your organization learned along the way? I think it's a, I think it's a great question. I mean, for, for our business, everything that we do is about information, data, and how we turn that into insights. Insights for consumers, small businesses, large businesses, federal government. And I think we describe it as we probably saw a decade's change take place in a year. I mean, it was really quite incredible the way that we saw that um, happen. And, and that could be, for example, in how consumers think about their personal financial circumstances, the speed at which people have been refinancing mortgages because interest rates are lower, their understanding of their uh, credit reports early on in the pandemic, the almost nesting instinct you saw from people as they started saving, putting their finances in order, getting access to new credit, the input of stimulus, into into the way that the economy works. And at the same time, then the huge takeoff of e-commerce. I mean, e-commerce has always been big in the US, but the acceleration in the last decade uh, sees us really need to deploy our services in real time, far more than we've ever had to before. So it, it's been fascinating to watch, probably touched every part of our business. And for us really was something I describe as acceleration. Hmm. Yeah, I imagine experience is a unique position to really, truly see real time the behavioral change of society as it pertains to how they handle their finances. No, I think that that's absolutely right. It's also been incredible the different way that interactions take place and engagements take place. I'm doing this via Zoom with you today, um, and I get to talk to so many more clients than I would normally have talked to. Heads of big banks, I've been inside their houses, albeit virtually. And when normally I'd have to get on an airplane to go and see them, their schedulers would meet my schedulers and it would take weeks to get organized. Uh, but it's been actually very, very good for the speed and ease of doing business. Mm. So how have the, the events of the last year impacted your personal perspective on leadership? What, what aspects of your personal leadership have been reaffirmed as you've led your organization through this dynamic period? And what approaches, if any, did you have to add or enhance to successfully lead in this, this turbulent time? So I think you always know that organizational culture matters. But when something like this happens, you realize it matters more than ever before. Like it's absolutely critical. And I think we managed together in our organization to build a good organizational culture that we could fall back on. One that we could actually say, hey, this is who we are. This is what we stand for. This is what we believe in. And let our organization work more effectively. That was a really important part of it. What, is it, what has it affirmed for me? It's confirmed the need to live in the moment. Mm. And what do I mean by that? 
it's all too easy to wish for tomorrow. I wish we were all back together. I wish everything was how it was before the pandemic. I wish nothing had changed. I wish the, wish the world was different. Actually, what you've got to tell everybody is, hey, you're doing a great job. Keep it up. Hmm. Not, I can't wait to see you in the office, but if you don't feel comfortable coming to the office, that's no problem. Keep doing your work. Hmm. Uh, and that, it's really reaffirmed that need for me uh, inside an organization, but also the importance of organizational culture. Hmm. So... One of the outgrowths, I think, of this whole experience over the last year, year and a half has been a call for society, by society, for businesses and business leaders to take a, a stand, if you like, or to be front and center in addressing some of the major challenges in society, whether it be issues around injustice, discrimination, participation, poverty, a whole host of the social issues that have been there, but I think have been more pronounced. And what do you see in terms of how business should respond to this call? What is the responsibility of business or business leaders in your mind to this expectation that's clearly being placed upon them by society? So I think, I think community has a, has a role to respond and businesses form part of the community. Mm. That's a first place I'd start. Academia forms part of the community as well, as do you know, government organizations, as do social organizations and community groups. So we all form part of a of a community and as, as that we have a role to respond and, and help improve the overall society that we live in. For companies particularly then, there's often something that you can do directly. Mm. For us, that's helping with financial inclusion. So several years ago, we launched our product Experian Boost, you probably see it advertised on the, on the TV, and that's to help people get more information on their credit file that should be on their credit file. It's completely free, takes less than two minutes and you go on and you add some information. Hey, I pay my cell phone bill on time. That's not on my credit report. Once it's added, my credit score increases. The beauty of that is it gives me access to better financial products, lower interest rates, higher credit limits and helps people in underserved communities that deserve that credit score to get access to the products that they need. So for us, it's both being part of the community and socially doing what's right the way that we think about inclusion, community engagement, but at the same time, as a business, knowing that we can help with financial inclusion. And that's where we put more of our firepower. Mm. Yeah, I love that, Craig, because I oftentimes feel like where companies can have the greatest social impact is when they're able to actually leverage the, the expertise in their services for communities. Right. And so the example you gave is just a perfect example of that. That's, that's great. So this last question, uh, we, one of the phrases you hear now is the new normal. And sort of how, how, if you were talking to uh, one of our students at UCI and they were thinking about how do I be, how am I going to be this leader of tomorrow, or this leader of this new normal, what would you recommend they do to prepare themselves for this, the future challenges that we, we see on the horizon? You know, I'm not sure I've got the perfect answer to that question because I think it's a great question and, and one we all struggle with. But first of all, I, I don't buy into this new normal. Mm. Like, not that I don't think things are going to change. It's just that I think things are always changing. Yeah. And so, yes, this has accelerated change. But the things that made you a successful leader before February or March of 2020 still make you a successful leader today. You know, and, and at the most simple, you've got to be a good person. Hmm. Like in order to lead an organization, you've got to be authentic. You've got to be who you are. The organization's got to understand what you stand for, why that matters. And at the same time, you've got to deliver good outcomes and good results from your business. So you've got to be an expert in, in what it is that you do, why you do it. And people have got to want to follow you. 
And so that's the thing you probably most prepare if you're a student now is always every day you get up, ask yourself the question, when I go to work today, why are people going to want to follow me? Mm. And if you have a good answer to that, you'll be fine. And if you don't, then go back and get a good answer because you're not going to progress. That's great feedback, Craig. Thank you. Listen, thank you very much for taking the time to join me. I really appreciate you sharing your insight and your experiences. Um, all the best. Thank you very much.